0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sign. love affair. Come on. Can't be scared down. Got
2: On my mind. On this town hey, welcome to the Las Vegas Sports Summertime Rich Show with Kim from the ATL. We are live here, and I am in Tempe, Arizona. It was crowded through ASU campus. Uh, got my boys, Coach B. Rich, he's up in uh, Northern Virginia. He like to say it's the DC area. That's we, how we roll, Snow. As always, we got Ken from the ATL. What's up, hey, fellas? What's going, on, what's, going on,
3: what's
2: going on, What's going on with you? Hey, we got... No, man, we yeah, got welcome like, back. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm,
4: laughs> I mean, everybody else, Now, fortunate to enjoy hey, fun in the sun and Maui.
2: I had a uh, sweet... Bama. I had a sweet to myself. You guys are welcome to come. All you got to do is get your airfare. Hey, Ken, he didn't
3: invite us,
2: did he? Ken? Hey, I always invite you. When I go... No, you didn't go, invite us,
3: though, us to Hawaii, dog.
2: Man, I tell you, look, when I'm going somewhere, y'all can go somewhere. Y'all can come with me. I got the room, uh... And most times all that stuff is taken care of. So I ain't trying to hear that. You want to stay in Virginia? Or with D.C. as you call it? You want to stay in ATL? Well, Ken sent me some ATL pictures so I know why he want to stay.
4: Oh, you know I'm staying. You know I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) You can already see why I ain't going
2: nowhere. I see why he won't (laughs) move. won't
4: move. travel hour or or sports
3: hour?
2: Coach, I uh, I see he won't move to Phoenix. I got to forward them pictures to you.
3: Yeah, I need to afford them. I'm gonna have to move to ATL. That,
2: that yeah, like man, you don't know, just mess it all up. You know who? You know what you like. But look, you um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you can't off. go down okay. to ATL. Boy, you know that's a different breed. Hey, and yeah, it's a tribal hour. This is the Lots of sports. Sometimes we'll show can from ATL. We can talk about anything we want to. I might that's not show. say anything that's about, about sports. I told you we get a round table and a few more. And when we get this thing together. Hey, NFL Draft. We got to talk about NFL Draft. I want to talk about some NFL. I want to talk about the uh, NBA uh, crazy series that's going on. Ken, I know I'm, I I got to touch on them Lakers. Oh, man. got to touch yeah, on them Lakers. Yeah, you no, know I'm heated. I got to talk about that. Let me apologize to uh, um, all the Tim Tebow fans. I say this guy will not go in the first round. You know what? It was nah. a bad, pick. I, I'm not ta- a bad I, pick. I take my apology back. I'm not apologizing for that. That's an. Idiotic. I won't apologize.
4: That's, that's still a bad pick a by it, Denver. That's an
2: idiotic pick. But you go, you see what uh, the first four picks were? It was three of those guys from Oklahoma. I was impressed with that.
3: My question for you is: How was that idiotic pick? Pick Tim Tebow?
2: Okay, you asking me?
3: I'm asking you. Okay, I
2: yeah? will tell you why it's an idiotic. You had two quarterbacks, Clausen and McCoy, who has better throwing mechanics, better. Uh, Mechanics in the, as a quarterback who's been under the center, been in the shotgun, who could throw the ball. You got you traded up. Denver did trades up to get Tim Tebow, who has to work on his mechanics. He only been working on those mechanics for six weeks, six to eight weeks. He's been doing them the the bad way all his life. So six to eight weeks when he get in a crunch situation, when he get in a pressure situation, what do you think he's going to resort to? I don't see this guy. Be in the first round. If you want to mess up your team, you take a Tim Tebow. And when I say mess up your team, you want to mess up that locker room atmosphere. These guys are going to be looking at Tim Tebow as, as man, You if you don't get out of here, we don't want to hear all these speeches and come in here and praying. Now there's a lot of guys in the locker room that pray. But you got to get on the field and make some plays first so you can gather us around you and then for us to follow you. He's not going to be – he's not better than the quarterbacks they got there. They got Brady Quinn and uh, uh Kyle Orton. He's not going to be there. He's not better than those guys right now.
4: No, he's not. He took, they, Denver and, took one and, step forward to go two steps back.
2: And Brady Quinn's not that good, but he's not better than Brady Quinn. I will put I'll Brady Quinn in there all day long. It's an idiotic move because you didn't have to get him right there. He was going to be around for you. And my you wanna, if you want him to be a leader, leaders start on the football field. You got to make plays. How are you going to get on the field? Nobody's following him in the locker room. Yeah. That's that, that, That's why. That's why I don't think – I, I didn't think Tim Tebow. I thought he would have been a great person. I'm not taking. I'm not taking away from Tim Tebow what he's done in college. He's at a different ball game now. He's in a different level now. I, he's a he's a great person to have on your team. But you paid you paying a million dollars to have this guy on your team right now. Now, uh, either either uh, the quarterback. I mean the head coach. It's gonna look like a genius. So he's gonna be looking for another job in three years. Uh,
3: my my thought process on this. If John John Gruden is one of the best. And of quarterback coaches in no, all the last fifteen years.
2: He's self proclaimed. Go ahead. Do what now? He's go ahead.
3: Now, if John Gruden can look at this guy's mechanics and say he's improving mechanics in the eight weeks that he was doing it, it was changing mechanics. actually a little bit longer than eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing his mechanics, you know, restructuring mechanics is uh, muscle memory um muscle memory.
2: It muscle memory takes he a, still has
3: to go he still has what? Three mini camps to go to. Off yet off seat, they didn't draft him first-round with him to start this year. They drafted him to get some playing time this year, yes. He might not even play quarterback at all this year. you got Kyle Ward, who's a starter. you got Brady Quinn, who's injured right now, to come in as your as number two.
2: He's not going to play quarterback. Where are you going to put him? Because you could have drafted somebody better to put him yeah. in that slot position. But
3: again, you're not, you're not Josh McDaniels. I'm not you're Josh not McDaniels. You're not the Denver Broncos. So I got the opportunity.
2: To I'm not Josh McDaniels because I didn't come on. you you got to look at this cloth that these guys come on under. Josh McDaniels. You talk about John Gruden. This the good old boy system. You forgetting that? I think when I'm hearing you talk, these guys take care of each other. They say, take this guy, take this guy. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a player down the road. Well, yeah, he could be that same player down the road. He he. Tim Tebow said he wants to play in the NFL. He don't care where he go, where he goes. He's gonna be the same guy. But they take him in the first round. Now you are putting a lot of pressure on the guys around you and your team. They not gonna look up to him. It, Tim Tebow is nobody to the National Football League right now, today.
3: Okay, right now today, but no one in the national, in the number one that went the first round of anything in the national. Football when you get
2: drafted the number one, you should be playing this first year. You talking no, about
3: You telling me if you get drafted in the first round, you should play this year. You
2: should be playing this year. No matter
3: what position they draft you at, you
2: should be playing this. You year. You should be playing this year. Yeah, what? Why, yeah, I, I agree. You should be playing this year. You should be when you are drafting, you draft. You're looking for guys in the draft who's uh NFL ready. You looking for guys who's gonna play in a few more years. You might get. A, Pittsburgh still does a great job of getting diamonds in the rough in the fourth and fifth round. Teams like that uh, do a great job. Indianapolis Colts get guys in the seventh round, play twelve, fifteen years. You don't have to pay these guys all that money. Mm-hmm. Not, not that. Look. I'm a fan of guys getting paid. I'm a huge fan of that because the NFL itself uh, has a lot going on with um, holding money. Well, it has a lot going on with the financial part of it. But I'm a huge guy get fan. I'm a fan of Tim Tebow getting paid in the first round. I just don't think he get, it was a first-round guy. I never That'll never change. And in 10 years, uh, if he's the guy that you think he is, I'll say, I didn't think he was going to be that guy. i I say it. But I'm a fan of him getting paid, getting that NFL money.
3: Yeah. Well, that's my question for you. Okay, we're talking about Tim Tebow. I, I, I think that, yeah, maybe Tim Tebow should have been drafted the first round. He could have been drafted the second round along with Jimmy Clausen. I don't think Jimmy Clausen fits into that Denver Broncos system. What? Um, Jimmy Clausen. Uh, well, how, could you, how lazy, could you say that? How could you say that? He's a lazy kid. How could you that's say that? the reason that? why Notre Dame is the way they, they've been the last four years. You say Jimmy he doesn't Clawson. fit into
2: the system. He was coached by the same coach. They was on the same coaching staff. Josh Mc – look – Ooh, who's the coach? For? Josh McDaniels
3: wasn't even on the coaching staff when Charlie when Charlie White was there.
2: Okay, they come from the same cloth. They
3: come from. The, but Bill you know, Belichick
2: what? come from a whole cloth. You think Bill, the guru Bill Belichick is, and what he's able to do with uh, guys on that team who's not named, a uh, uh, guys who who fit his system. You may you may know two or three superstars on the New England Patriots, but those other guys they follow suit, and that's why they win. But he comes off that same cloth of. Uh, uh Bill Belichick, and you saying he's not he doesn't fit that, that's where those guys get it from.
3: Mm. I understand it, but maybe Jim, maybe they didn't like Jimmy Claus and something about Jimmy Claus they didn't like. They like Tim Tebow instead.
4: But you know but, but you know what though, coach and uh Kwame, you gotta look at this. This is where it really boils down to. You got the Denver Broncos, who went eight and eight, five hundred, who had a chance to bolster their squad up to challenge the San Diego Chargers, who finished thirteen and three last year. You had two picks in the bottom of the first round. You did nothing with those two picks to address your needs to challenge the San Diego Chargers, who drafted probably the, the next best running back, who's going to be uh, offensive rookie of the year coming up this year. Fresno uh, State. Your boy from uh, uh, Matthews, from Ryan Matthews, from uh, Fresno, Fresno, State. Fresno State. Yeah, exactly. But you did nothing with that pick to challenge the San Diego Chargers. Three of the top uh, uh, five quarterbacks went below, went after Tebow, who you could have had to shut down, you know, receivers who, uh, 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 Jacoby Ford was taken by the Raiders. Um, right. uh, you know, and, and he, I mean, these other big receivers and speedy receivers who were playing in the AFC West. You did nothing to address these needs to stop these teams on defense. You took, uh, I mean, I like their pick before that Thomas uh, Demarius from uh, Georgia Tech uh, to replace Brandon Marshall, but he's not really ready. And then you take Tim Tebow with the next pick when you had three of the top five cornerbacks after that in the bottom of the first round. I don't understand that pick. Well, they, I, took, they took one step forward to go two steps back behind the San Diego Chargers.
2: Well, I like that pick that they, uh, since they got rid of Brandon Marshall, but I didn't like what they said. About Brandon Marshall, they say we got a guy who's just like Brandon Marshall. So you get a guy, you get rid of a guy, a veteran guy who has tons of years left in his career uh, to bring in a guy who doesn't even know um, the obviously he wouldn't know the offense, but who doesn't even know how to play in the NFL offense, who who haven't seen a, a professional defense yet, uh, the the ball playing on the side of the defense where he come from, totally different from what he's about to face. But you'd say you drafted this guy to get rid of Brandon Marshall. There's more to it than that. You should have just said. We don't like Brandon Marshall because we feel he's going to be a destruct, uh, distraction down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say what it is and move on. I, I, and everybody would accept that more than anything to saying we got rid of Brandon Marshall, but we drafted a guy just like him. You didn't draft a guy just like him. because Brandon Marshall got knowledge of playing in the National Football League and making plays. True. Yeah. I just think
3: that, you know, the Denver Broncos, they would 8-8 last year. They went 8-8 with turmoil in there. You know, with, they should have went six and not six and ten with two games they won on last second. Heroic. Where,
2: where was the turmoil? Are you talking about late in the season? Because these guys started 7-0. and oh. They,
3: they should. started 7-0, oh, but the turmoil came late in the season when Brandon was, I guess, injured, didn't want to play, or they didn't want him to play, or whatever the case may be. Not only that, well, coach, what Coach, really what would you do?
2: Coach, they
4: really couldn't find a consistent running this game. Man All still caught over a hundred passes. 100 Twenty-one passes in
2: one game. Coach, what would you do when before the season you're talking contracts and you're not gonna pay this guy? You didn't even work out a contract deal with him. And again, you you come into the end of the season, and you franchise, you tag him again, so you could get rid of him. But what would you do if you Brandon Marshall? You gonna go out there hurt? Now he's been he's had over a hundred catches. I'm
3: not I'm not against yeah. Brandon Marshall. I'm just trying. Justify. But I'm trying so to say, where the turmoil you came Broncos on, on the situation Debra Broncos is. I the, don't know how you could justify
2: the a 100-catch y- uh, receiver. You can't do it. You can't justify it. There's no justification for that. But the turmoil only came with what well, they weren't supposed to do what they did last year is starting 7-0, Cal uh, Horton being traded um, to the team and did a great job, I thought. And he he missed. I think he missed two games with an injury. But the guys were still able to uh, stay afloat. They started the season 7-0. and You remember, you and a you in a region right now, Coach, where you've seen a team start 8-0 and or 7-1 and finish 8-8, and and they had an all-star super, uh, superstar team, the Washington Redskins. They had Dion. They had everybody on that team. All right, man, we're going to take a break. We are live here in Tempe. I got my boys, Coach B, uh, Ken from the ATL, Coach B in Virginia, Voice of America Sports, of Sports. We'll be back, 888-346-9144 if you want to call in and be a part of this.
0: Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel.
6: to the pros. We, we, cover everything. we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America sports.
2: Arms. Arms. Hey, welcome back to the formula to the sports sometime rich show with Ken from ATL. Uh, we had some, um, well, these guys, I want to get some coffee. But we had some good discussions uh, off the air. And I want you guys to bring that up because, Coach, you have a question about um, uh, the quarterback situation still in Denver.
3: Yeah, my question is, from my aspect as a coach, why would I, bring, why would I want to bring? have, you know, Kyle Orton is my starter. Brady Quinn is my number two competing for the number one position. And then bring in a, a, a Jimmy Clausen or Tony Pike or a uh, uh, Colt McCoy. When I can just bring in, I can get get bring Tim Tebow in. Tim Tebow can also he can learn, get his mechanics underway, still get his mechanics underway, and, and get it, it, it muscle memory, and still learn, and still participate, and still help out next year. Maybe not a quarterback, but at, at slot or at, uh, at yeah. slot as h uh, back, well, or as a or in, in the Wildcat. See, there's certain things that he can do. Tim Tebow can do that other guys can't. Jimmy Clausen not a good runner. Tony Pike's not a good runner. Colt McCoy I don't
2: want my quarterback, quarterback runner. Running.
3: Excuse
2: me. I don't want my quarterback to run. I want him to be able to step up in the pocket and evade uh, a pressure. Okay, you have like a that. quarterback
3: that can step him in the pocket. You want a draft to help you get better. As Tim step Tebow up in the pocket that can help him get better. Yeah,
2: but step up in the pocket. I want him to step up in the pocket, looking downfield, not stepping up in the pocket looking for a gap to run.
3: You... So when they, so when Denver took that twenty-second pick, the twenty-second pick uh, was the twenty-fifth pick, which was, a, which was a Baltimore Ravens pick at number twenty-five. Uh-huh. They got Tim Tebow. So you saying that you know they could have probably got.
2: Job at best, right? I'm saying you going a, a job a, at job best. They, they could have. have. I
4: mean, they could have. got a cornerback. They
2: need cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> they need a cornerback. <laughs> they need cornerback. Like, I say that. Uh, what? No, I'm saying. that question.
4: McCourty?
2: Yes. If you're not gonna start him right now, Tim Tebow is good for Denver, but not in the first round. You would have got him in the third or fourth round, and you would that would have been the greatest, one of the greatest steals in ten years. We'd say that's a steal right there. 'Cause he would have had time. Nobody would expect that much from him. Everybody would expect him, even if he went in the seventh round. I'm like, Well, he's no quarterback. What you there are that uh Torino, Heisman Trophy winner, uh from Miami, never played. He was terrible. He was a great uh, college quarterback, but as far as Tim Tebow is concerned, he was a he was good for Denver, but not in the first round. If you're going to put him in the slot, you should draft a guy who's going to give you more in the slot, not just from that slot position, but in the kickoff reposition, and the kickoff return game or a, or a punt return game. You get a guy who can go down there and play on special teams. Where does Tim Tebow go play on special teams? If he don't have time to play, what, he's going to sit on the bench for two years collecting first-round money?
4: <laughs> no. That's too so long, and it, it, that's, that's too long. Sitting on the bench for two years is too long. you going to mess the okay? team up. Especially when a coach today only have two, three years to get to turn this ship around before they're going to be in the hot seat. I right. guarantee you, if this pig doesn't pan out uh, for Josh McDaniel, I guarantee you in about two more years he's gone, and then you talk about in two more years is when Tebow is expected to be ready. No, you just came off an 8-8 season where you started out the season 7-0. The San Diego Chargers is the beast of that, of that division. You're supposed to have draft picks ready to challenge the San Diego Chargers for that first place. Right now. for, that for Right now, today, and going into this season, and you didn't address your needs whatsoever to challenge the Chargers. I mean, you could have had, besides Tebow, you could have had your boy from Rutgers, Devin McCourtry. Uh, you could have had uh, the boy from Florida State, Patrick uh, Robinson, the boy from Boise State, Kyle Wilson. Devin's- you could have had three of these quarterbacks where, who you desperately need right now to challenge the, uh, the Chargers. That was the problem against the Chargers. They were getting beat up by Vincent Jackson.
2: And what with with Denver did this year, I don't even think they're going to challenge uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I really don't. I think these guys are going to be third in the AFC.
4: Yes, I and, think they're going to they're going to step back. Even I, I I hate to say it, the Raiders draft pick was even better than Denver.
2: I think what Raiders did with the uh, quarterback situation just took them to an took them to another level because I don't, uh, Russell's not ready to play. I don't I don't know if uh, Gagowski, um he could come in. He's a good backup, and I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem with that guy been on my team forever, but he's a good backup until what they have now.
4: Jamarcus Russell is expected to be released this week.
2: Yeah, and you know what? In the quarter, and, and the Gable, Coach Gable didn't want to say anything about it. He said, well, let's go through this mini-camp. Let's go through this training camp. You know, right after the draft, they have a, a three-, four-day camp. So he said, let's go see if this competition pans out. But this guy, uh, comp- he hasn't played football, Jamarcus Russell, since his junior year of college when everybody thought he was all-world. Everybody. Then he gets to, he sits out a year coming to the pros, um, Never learns the offense. Then he comes in. He never pans out. Then he gets lazy, fat, and sloppy, and never becomes the quarterback everybody thought he. Well, it should have been that he thought he was. Maybe he is the quarterback he thought he was or, or was going to be. But when you have that much talent, man, that much arm strength, uh, if you ha- we've had big quarterbacks, we had a big quarterback in um Minnesota. What's the guy name? Uh, Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper, who was successful, man. But when you come out there and do that stuff with Russell, you get that. First round contract. You expected to play now and learn them plays, but he couldn't. He couldn't pick up the plays, and that's from sitting out. The, the game moves on. Nobody's going to wait for you. That's why they have a draft every year. Well, the bad
3: thing about it all too is the fact of, you know, to Marcus Russell. You know, I don't. I think that, you know, he's number one. He's lazy. He doesn't understand. You know, he hasn't had the. Now, if the Raiders would never let cut Jeff Garcia last year, they probably would have had a better
2: season. I, I agree. So you think, uh, since we're talking about and over in Oakland, would have been, Roxbury would have been there. Would that make that team any better? What about
4: McNabb? Why, do, why did we take the guy that Washington cut? Why didn't the Raiders put themselves in a position to go after McNabb?
2: If the Raiders, yeah, that's not good for Donovan, but you're right, Ken. Uh, the, if you want to make your team. Time out,
4: time out, both of you. Time off. Number one, Ken,
3: don't, don't jump on Jason Campbell because – if you no, were jump on I on Jason jumping Campbell. on, I'm, I'm, jump I'm, on just, I'm
4: questioning Al Davis's decision yeah, making he was when you could have had an, 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 a, a, a top to three corner. quarterback in the NFL. Instead, we go after the guy they cut him for. I ain't yeah, saying nothing Dallas about Jason Campbell. Him. I think he's a good quarterback. I, he's a good quarterback. He's not. A, we could have had a great quarterback.
3: Number one, I'm only going to go to Oakland. Number one, number two, he's better than what you've had in the last ten years since Rich Gannon. So you know, for a kid, the guy to be in the system. For six years, six years since his junior year in college, seven years since his junior year in college, he said five different offensive coordinators. Right. Five different terms and um, terminology. Five different keys. Five different you know um, rules of diff- five different people. So you know, being in Washington, the reason Washington Redskins sucked, number one is because of Daniel Snyder, the owner. They, they made dumb mistakes. True. They had a, all he wants, is he thinks money buys everything. Money doesn't do it. buy you uh, zero and five, zero and sixteen season.
2: They don't. I thought money bought everything.
3: Well, you tell me that when they had the all star defense, they went, to, they go to playoffs.
2: No. They go, they went eight and eight. They started off like Denver started off. But I think Thank Ken was, uh, he was more referencing to the organization in Oakland, not the Donovan and um, Campbell trade. I think Al was, Davis
4: is
3: Al Davis. Al Davis been doing the exact same. But yeah, that's what he, he was referencing
2: to, and year. I and I agree. If I'm a if I'm at the bottom of the barrel in the NFL, definitely in the AFC for a while, and where I've been in the game and who Al Davis is, why not I put myself in the position to go get Donovan? Maybe that, that changes the locker room. That mm-hmm. changes the atmosphere. A guy like Donovan in the locker room, NFL mm-hmm. locker room, mm-hmm. around guys who want to win, mm-hmm. there's, I don't think there's one guy in the NFL who do not want to win. I think mm-hmm. a lot of them play for money, but they still want to win. Mm-hmm. But then
3: you're hey, talking about they still trade. They get rid of Kurt Morrison, the number one tackle
2: on the team. Who, uh, Oakland? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Ken was making that up, uh, talking about that during the draft. the, the draft wasn't—it was suspect as far as getting the linebackers they got. They could have got some of these players later on in the draft. But you know what? Mm. I think coaches uh, or GMs—they go into the draft room, the war room, mm. and they have a board, they have a chart, mm. and they want to stick to their chart and see how this paying out in two or three years. Like Ken said, the coaches may have three years. I think three years is the most, unless you go. 0-16 for two years, then you only got two years you out. But three years, uh, the coach got to build his team. I don't think it's long enough. If you want me to build a team, you have to give me four to six years and let me work this draft and let it pan out down the road. So mm-hmm. you got to – and for you to do that, you got to go mid-round. You got to go fourth. Fifth, sixth round. Mm -hmm. I see third to the sixth round, and getting guys that you can hold on Mm to four and five years.
4: Yeah, you also got to look at the Raiders had to get younger on defense. They were getting old. Okay, you already brought in Richard Seymour. Uh, You you had uh, uh, Warren, uh, uh, guy we just got rid of. Uh, But we had to get younger on defense. We haven't really drafted uh, a a big, young, talented, speedy defensive end linebacker rookie out of the draft in quite some time and the Raiders knew that they had to get younger on defense. Draft Orlando McClain, uh, who could play defensive end or outside linebacker, was a great pickup, and, and you also picked up <laughs> Lamar Houston, who's a very talented defensive tackle uh, to replace him uh, out of Texas. That was a great pickup right there themselves.
2: I, I think a good pickup was the, um, uh, the guy who went to Stanford, the running back. Uh, what's his name?
4: Uh, Ger- Gerhardt.
2: Going to Minnesota. I thought it was a good pickup for Minnesota. Not
4: just that,
3: but also C.J. Spiller going to Buffalo. C.J.
2: Spiller. Uh, yeah, C.J. Spiller out of uh, Clemson. Yeah. He's, he's pretty – yeah, because uh, the court, Uh, who's there? Rashad? Who's there right now in Where? Buffalo? Buffalo, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn yeah, Lynch. Uh-huh. Fred, um, he's not going to be there. And
3: Marshawn Lynch,
2: Lynch is gone. Yeah, Lynch is gone. And I I, I agree with Ken earlier in the show when you said the running back from Fresno State. I thought that was huge for the San Diego Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to uh, still sh- show up their defense but they need to get more weapons uh I don't think LT had that burst that we used to see him but he always but he said he wasn't getting that many carries he, as a running back I was with Adrian Morrell, and we were talking about this exact same thing uh, last weekend You AD? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sh- we were talk about it. Um he was talking about you know when he was with the Cardinals, you know he had uh Mario Bates, he had Michael Pittman, uh mm-hmm. Thomas Jones, but he was Adrian was the starter. He said, I could never get into a rhythm because they wouldn't give him, like, 15 carries a game. For a running back, I really do believe you got to give him 20-plus carries for him to fill a defense, for him to take them hits at the line, to see what his offense line is, is going to do, how they how they um, perform against a certain defense. That way the running back, a veteran running back, can play off that, and you can get your plus two yards uh, a carry. Um, but he, he we were talking about that same thing as far as he they, they didn't give him enough carries. They didn't give him carries. He could never get into a rhythm. Uh, as far as uh, running the ball for the Arizona Cardinals, and then when he gets down to the goal line, we bring Mario in. Adrian could have had like thirty something touchdowns a game, but Mario, you know, you have certain running backs to do certain things. That's why the pick in um, Minnesota, I thought, was good because, in the Cardinals, Mario would get we would get on the five yard line, and it was Mario's game, so he was he would power into the end zone.
4: Right. And this is a two back system today, you gotta remember. So each each running back, two running backs can possibly get anywhere from uh one run running back can get anywhere from fifteen carries to the next running back and get anywhere from twenty to twenty five carries. And, and that's
2: down. a good day for uh the backfield and that's a good day, especially if you got some receivers on outside who can uh open that spread the offense apart, the defense out. That is a good uh, system. I think you have to have two good running backs, and I'm not an a, a excellent one and a decent one. They, both of them have to be good or better. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have a great tight end, mm-hmm. a tight end who can stretch the field. I wouldn't say great. I want to stretch it. But a tight end who can stretch the field opens up everything for your offense. Look at the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers of old when they used to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got, you
3: know, you got uh, Dwight. Yeah.
2: Yeah. White Clark catching the ball in the position. We're going to take a break, man. Hey, this is the Sports. Sometimes rich show. We got Cam from the AT as always. We look. We're going to take a break, come back, talk about some. Um, we might talk about a little more football, but veteran football, guys who've been released, or NBA drafts. You don't know. Who knows? We go everywhere on the show. We'll be back in two minutes.
6: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a ass and they move I
1: just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy.
6: <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up, or forever
5: hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network
0: America Sports Channel.
2: Welcome back to the Point of, of Sports, sometime rich show. Ken from the ATL. We are back. It is a. I didn't ask you guys about the weather. It's beautiful out here in Phoenix, man. What's going on over there? We're in DC. DC. Oh, it's
4: beautiful D.C.? day,
2: too, man. It's like 70 uh, something
3: odd degrees. probably high of 75 today, I
2: think. High 70. Sun's
3: out. There's a few clouds in the sky. Nice little breeze. It's beautiful
2: out here. Okay, I'm going to get my. Uh, work on my golf game. I, you know, I need to call because we need to talk about that uh, tournament we're doing in um, June. Yeah, we'll talk that tournament on.
3: Um, it's it's
2: still on. I talked to Tim Tim Brown, calling man. I, I got to get him on. Well, we it's still on June and Napa so we got to get the. Uh, I got to call Kalithia Horton, and we got to get we got to finalize some other stuff. Um, but I was you know I was in Maui and I was my phone didn't well, wasn't acting right, so I couldn't really talk to anybody. But I know they had a call. Uh, uh, we usually have a conference call every week, so it's still moving forward, man. That things still getting done. I'm gonna keep you guys abreast on what's up. What's up with that? But uh, let's go back to this football, man. Let's go back to the football. We, we was, I was going to move around to the – I want to talk NBA because we won't get that. Maybe that's the last segment because, ooh, there's some stuff going on.
4: Yeah. I, I want to go ahead and throw it out there right now. New York Jets in the Super Bowl.
2: I threw that out a couple weeks ago, Ken. Come on, Ken. You New you York you Jets in the my Super Bowl. don't get on my bandwagon. You're on my bandwagon now. I threw that out you know a couple what, weeks I'm gonna, ago. I'm starting to be a believer
4: now. I mean, I'm, I'm really liking what they're doing. <laughs> great, draft picks, great draft picks. Great draft Great draft picks.
2: Coach, you don't see the Jets in there?
3: Um, you know, I honestly think that, you know, I'm I'm gonna go on the whim. I think that Cincinnati Bengals picking up Jermaine Griffin at tight end. Uh-huh. I know he did not play last year, but it gives Carson Palmer another um, uh, weapon uh-huh. offensively to throw the ball to. You know, that's the, that's been their problem the last few years. They don't have, they don't really have a solid tight end in Cincinnati.
2: You, so you're saying Cincinnati in the Super Bowl? Because uh, I'm
3: not saying Cincinnati Super Bowl, but they're gonna be a, a team in AFC.
2: Uh, they of were last my year. My Ravens
3: picking up Bakwan and yeah. puts us that excels excels us to the Super Bowl too.
2: The Jets pick up uh, what was that uh, guy from uh, the, ca- the cornerback, Kyle Wilson? Oh
3: yeah, they picked up a Jets. got know. Just made some trans some actions just over over the arm. Um.
2: They got your boy from Miami, who thought he was going to retire three J- years ago. J- Jason, Jason Taylor, Taylor. Uh, and you
4: know. then you go into the draft, and you and you get uh, Kyle, Wilson, you get uh, Kyle the, Wilson, the top senior cornerback, and you know in the draft probably. I, and then you go in there, and then you get uh, Joe McKnight to replace Lamont Jordan on kickoff. I and think that's this a great pick. This is a guy that pick. you could put in the, in the slot. You could put him coming out the backfield, third down running back. I think that was a great. I thought pick.
2: Joe McKnight was good because they, you know, a lot of guys don't get drafted. Um, and I, and that brings to mind something else. But let me finish this up. A lot of guys don't get drafted for what they do in college, uh, off the field. But Joe McKnight was—he was—he might have played ten plays, and it was most exciting ten plays, excitement ten plays that you ever seen. And yeah. this guy just got that burst of speed. He runs like a four-three something like that. As soon as he touched with equipment on, as soon as he touched the football, he's able to make plays. And I thought getting him where where they did—they uh, was able to let uh, your running back go to Seattle. Getting Joe McKnight there. He can return kicks, like Ken said. He can get out there on uh, special teams and make some plays, and he'll be ready to play in the backfield because LaDainey's not going to be there forever.
4: But he's going to bring excitement to the Jets, though, something the I Jets agree. haven't had in a while, But you know, except for <laughs> Lamont Jordan. He's, go, he's, he's, he's Reggie Bush Bush S, you know. He yeah. has that, oh, that S factor with Reggie Bush. Get out there
2: and make guys miss, you know. He,
4: he, he, he can do it all. got San Antonio
3: Holmes as the receiver, too.
2: Well, this what this what I was thinking about. Tim, what you guys think about this? Because why is on my mind. The um, now taunting at the college level, taunting. I agree, you shouldn't do uh, to demoralize a guy. Once you score, that should be right there, demoralizing enough. But the eye block, and that, when I, when they say no more wording on your eye block, you know what I thought about. Now that Tim Tebow can't do it, they they banned it. You know what I'm saying? You put your your, your yeah, area code.
3: Even though the last four years
2: he been doing it for the last 4 years now he's not in the college game i would i it would be interesting i'm i'm this is a this is a very concerning me i would have loved to see if this guy had one more year what that rule have come out i'm dead serious man because you do certain things for certain players and i i i mean a lot of players get special privileges and i don't have a problem with that at all get them i get them but don't punish everybody who rep see the the, the NCAA's can't rep every area code every guy's hometown so when they do it like they put 757 they put um what is it 4704 on their i block they can they can't monitor it's like selling marijuana you can't you, it's not it's not legal because you can't put a dollar on it you can't put a dollar on it so they won't legalize it. So when these guys rep their hometown, the NCAAs don't know what to do with that. When these Reggie guys did for
3: three years when he, he was at he, USC.
2: He's a special, he's another special guy. He was bring he made the college game exciting to watch. You get money when you watching these CBS college games, uh ESPN two ESPN college game. They, these guys get paid for that. I wanna watch USC. I wanna see what Reggie Bush is gonna do. I wanna see the uh six one nine on his eye block. They wanna see this thing and then you got guys I think Reggie, once Reggie started doing I think that thing spread it out through the league. And then they don't want these guys professing or proclaiming their religion like Tim Tebow or Philippians 413 or Corinthians. They don't want to get these guys doing them. But I would like to know if he was still in the college game, would this be a ban this year? And they've changed a lot of rules in the college game with the taunting and everything. But you know who taunts. They don't want us showboating.
4: And I'm
2: talking about black athletes. So let's, yeah. let's let's not confuse what I'm what I'm saying. I'm saying we you know you work hard. I think any athlete should be able to dance in end zone, but not um, not no house party or anything like that. You work all off season, you work all camp, you get an end zone. You supposed to not celebrate? That is crazy. That's crazy to me. Yeah, and
4: these guys are the ones that's bringing in all the money that these, uh, you know, the, the college, the universities are are, are spending and making because they're not definitely giving the the, uh, the players anything. So they're just taking, you know, just all the fun out of letting these guys just like get out there, have fun, play the game. You know, in, enjoy your college career till you get to the next level. But hey, by the way, we're not going to let you do anything that's going to make, is going to help you. You know, uh, you know, motivate you on the field. You, we're going to take away your writing on your iPad uh, piatas. We're going to take away your celebration. That's uh, they why? They're they,
2: not getting paid for it. They can't understand it. <laughs> they be right. Why? They're not getting paid for it, and the NCAA don't know how to get paid from it. Uh-huh. Because if if you can, if the NCAA's would just say, "Oh, this guy's from," uh, let's just say he's from Mount Vernon. Uh, Let's okay. Let's market Mount Run. Let's see what we can get out of that. Any dollar they can get out of, they would do it. But they can't. So. They banned everything. Yeah, and they, they're out there wearing
4: Nike on their jerseys. What's the difference? You know, so it's like, it's not like they're putting Nike on their eye patches there. You know, they're representing their area code. Hey, this is where I'm from. Right. It's, it's, it's like a shout out to where I'm from. You know, 619, 310, 704. You know, they're not getting paid for it. So it was ridiculous rule right there. They just, I think they just did that because of the keto factor.
3: they just from making things. more
4: of an individual type deal.
2: It's not well. You know what? Football is not an individual. um, No, it's not. But it takes some individual effort. Sometimes I've seen. Okay, let's say uh, Reggie Bush on that play when he went from sideline to sideline and went down the field. A lot of that took a lot of individual effort. I'm not saying that football. There's no. There's no I and team, but there's a win. There's an I and win. And, Tim, yeah. and, and with the things these guys do on the field, sometimes it takes an individual effort.
4: Mm-hmm. Some, but, but Kwame, do you feel, you played in college football at Kansas, do you feel when you taking away their little rules like this, taking away the eye patches, taking away the celebrating before you get to the end zone, you know a lot of guys like to high step into the end zone or do a Reggie Bush flip into the end zone, land on his feet. Uh, is that taken away from the guys that's really just been out there just trying to relax and have fun and enjoy the game?
2: It's, you know what? I don't think so at all I don't recommend guys this is why I don't rec- recommend guys flipping and diving in end zone because I don't want you to get hurt on something that has nothing to do with football. I want you to get in the end zone and then celebrate, but you got them old head old gray hair guys up top don't want to do it because they can't understand it. Why is these guys celebrating like this? He just scored now I wasn't a guy who always scored because it, you know a lot of time you hear veterans say I like you've been there before it, it just wasn't in me, but if it was. I had plenty of opportunities to score. I mean, you get excited for a play here and there, but you, you can't take away the excitement of the game. And, and if you don't allow these guys to go and celebrate, then they're going to get a penalty because it's just in them to celebrate. I'm talking about everybody that plays a college game or even in a professional game, but college specifically. Then you go to the sideline, you get a 15-yard penalty. Now your coach mad at you. Your coach don't even know. He just don't want to lose 15 yards. He don't mind if you celebrate. He just don't want it to hurt the team down the road. And I think these gray-haired guys up top um, – can't understand it, so they banned it. They can't make money off it, so they banned it. Now I think you should be able to work as hard as you work. I remember working hard in college, man. Of these off-season conditioning uh, to the point where you don't want to do anything. You don't want to go drinking. You don't want to go hang out. You just lay in your room and try to recoup because you got to do it again tomorrow. And then I got a game on Saturday in the college level, and I can't celebrate when I make a play. That is crazy to me.
3: I just think it's unfair. I think it's you know they, you know they're. NCAA—they're trying to change all kinds of rules. They're changing the BCS
2: thing for money, they're, huh? Go ahead. It's for money, but I'm with you.
3: They're changing up the BCS. They're trying to get five super conferences. Uh, they're trying to do all—you know—do all kind of different things. They're trying to make it more of an NFL type atmosphere in the college football. I, I think, but again, the—you know—you're taking away the kids from being kids. They go to college for that experience. You complain, you fuss, and you fight about—you know. Uh, kids leaving after one, two years in in basketball and in whatever other sports, and in football they can't leave after their – Some kids can't leave after their junior year. You
2: know Seriously what? Though. But you can leave out of high school in baseball.
3: Yes, leave out of high school in baseball. You can
2: leave out the of. High, you can leave, you can go to hockey.
3: Yes, you gotta let these kids be kids. Let them have their fun. Understand that that that. There, yes, there is a
2: uh, Sh- shout out, out to uh, Dwight Howard.
3: Yeah, Dwight Howard, Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chris Bosh, uh, go out down the line, you know, on um, basketball players. But let these kids that play in college football have fun.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I agree, man, and that changes the game. When you get these kids having fun, but they stay in the structure of, of the offense, defense, especially in what the coach is, has instilled with them all, all season, and they win football games, if you're not winning, you got to find some way to motivate yourself. But the celebration should not be banned. Should not be banned. I think Taunton should be banned. <coughs> Actually, you shouldn't be like my my uh, KJ, my son. He was in a flag football game. He was breaking these guys down. He was running back, got the ball, break them down. So he got a, shook the whole team. Went down the sideline. Did you know this guy did the priest home? Put the football out before he crossed the goal line when the guy was chasing him. I don't agree with that. I took him out the game. I said you're not playing no more. You don't. You already broke the team down. They already mad. They can't get you. And then you get an end zone. You stick the ball out before you cross the uh, end zone like priest homes. Right. So, I said you can't play them no until you learn some etiquette of this game. This, I mean, you can celebrate once you get over, but don't demoralize the guy any more than you just did. They well, were trying to get like, you. That's
3: like kids playing, you know, cornerbacks going Let's out. take you a get break, a PBU, coach, coach.
2: Let's know. take a break, man. I can't even hear this music, man. Hey, this is Kwame Law Sports, sometime Rich Show. came from the ATL. We're going to take a break. Come back in two minutes and finish this up. We want to get some basketball unless these guys veto me off the air. Be back in two.
1: Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lama Racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warrior. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat for the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF.
6: To the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
2: Arms. I just turned the lights off. I'm in the studio. <laughs> I'm going to hang Welcome up. Welcome <laughs> to the of Sports. All my listeners, uh, Rich, I'm only talking to one person. I'm not talking to you or Ken.
4: You're not talking to nobody. Nobody listening to you. I you hope it's a female you're talking to like that.
2: Look, we got uh, worldwide listeners. Man, I could be talking to somebody in Japan. You know, you know, this is Voice America Sports, Qumla Sports, Sometime Rich Show, came from ATL. Can I talk to somebody in Japan? Can I talk to somebody in Russia? You your
3: business, man. Do, yeah. it, do, it, do whatever it is you do.
2: They've never heard a voice <laughs> like this on the air. The they don't want to hear it now. Welcome back to the show. I got I'm I'm surrounded by haters. Uh I, I feel like uh <laughs> no, what Caesar. Williams
3: say, you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing something right.
2: I feel like Caesar. Alright, let's move it on, man. Let's go. Whoa, I can't whoa. believe he
3: just said Caesar.
2: I feel like Caesar, man. Who?
3: Hey, didn't you say it was a super producer Ray Ellis' birthday or something?
2: It's Ray Ellis' birthday. Uh calling to his show today, Ray Ellis Sports, um, super producer Ray. He's turned uh I think he turned seventy or something, I don't know. 70, I
3: heard seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> 76 <laughs> years old, and if y'all see him at the <laughs> local um, restaurant, make sure y'all sing high birthday to him, bring him a little ice cream cake. Or yeah, something. y'all
2: see Ray, in matter of fact, uh, listeners, bring him some uh, birthday uh, gifts up here to the studio.
3: Geritol, no. the one a day for men, older men.
2: Happy birthday, Ray Ellis. All right, man, basketball or y'all want to stay with football? Cause we on, cause we yeah, on. Let's
4: go let's go to basketball. Cause,
3: uh, uh, well, it, Ken, and, if we go ash. going
2: to basketball, I want to ask Candace, oh. are the Lakers in panic mode or... St- or
3: why we gotta talk about the Lakers?
2: Because the <laughs> Lakers are one of the dominant teams. We could talk about Cleveland. Yeah, they, we're the
3: defending champions. They, That's you, why you, you gotta start with you the start Lakers. with the
2: Lakers. They don't finish. The the I want
4: to say is, is the Denver Nuggets choking?
3: The, the Denver George Nuggets choking? Or like
2: Denver. Denver? How
4: about how about the Mavericks? He was ha- built to beat the Lakers. And they can't even get out of the first round. Well, how about how
2: about a real a, a real quick synopsis on this? Ken, I ask you a question. I'm gonna let you speak on the Lakers, Coach. Yeah, Coach, I, you go to your Nuggets, Jefferson, that you were so highly on. Go ahead, Ken.
4: Yeah, I, I don't think the Lakers are in panic mode. I, I called this at the beginning. I said four-two Lakers. Uh, we're getting ready to go back home tonight. Take care of business at home, and I think we're going to wrap them up uh, in in Game Six when we go back to Oklahoma. Uh, this is you know this is a very good Oklahoma team that people is, is forgetting about. Yes, they're eight seed, but this is a 50 game winning team. Seven. Every team in the West won over 50 games in the playoffs. Put them in a the panic mode. Nah, this is just typical. It's a 50 game team. Why it's, Kobe? Why Kobe? getting a- battlefield test. That's
2: all. Why Kobe take his first shot in the second half? In the second quarter? Do what? Why did Kobe take his first shot in the second quarter? What kind He's of stuff just is that?
4: He's letting everybody else get involved.
3: No. He's no, letting he everybody else get involved. Let the team
2: choke. And it's going to be they a seven, game. it's be seven the games. It's going to be seven All right, Coach, go ahead. But I say the Lakers going to be seven games. Go, Coach.
3: Um, I'm, I'm, again, I'm on this. You know, I heard you say something about my boy, uh, Richard Jefferson. I'll say it Antonio. again.
2: You want to hear it again?
3: The San Antonio, they're up 3-1. They up 3-1. They what do you are up
2: need? 3-1. Uh, that's because Dallas, what can say? I agree, was choking. But it ain't, it's nothing Jefferson did because he didn't show up all year.
3: No, he hasn't. I'm, 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 my concern right now is is the reason why the Denver Nuggets are going to lose.
2: They got some stuff going on over there.
3: The Utah Jazz. because Well, the coach is, is out. He's sick. The I coach finish? is out. He's real yeah, sick. he got this cancer. Is, I mean, have you seen him lately?
2: He looks sick, sick, sick. Yeah, I
3: guess I can't finish my statement.
2: Oh, I? go ahead for you. Carl. <laughs> so,
3: you know, is it because George Carl's not on the bench and Adrian Dantley is Hall of Famer, Adrian Dantley? I,
4: you know, I, but is, that is he a Hall of Fame coach? That's He's that's
2: not. <laughs> he, he. You, uh, you, you asked the question. Well, I answer that for you real quick, and then you can go on. Um, I know a lot of guys who are uh, excellent players in their sport, whether it be football, baseball, or basketball, mm-hmm. but they can't coach that sport. I, I, they can't coach it. Uh, you talk about Adrian Dellen, he's probably he was the great one of the greatest greatest guys that ever played the game, a Hall of Fame guy, but he can't get it across to these guys. And like a guy like George Karl can get it across to a guy. That's why he's been in the coaching league forever.
3: Mm-hmm. That's why he lost eight of the last eight of the last thirteen games and slipped from the mm-hmm. second spot down to the fifth
4: spot.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But you got to look at also Melo, Carmelo Anthony, and J.R. Smith. There's beef right there. They're calling out each other on Twitter, mm-hmm. on TV. There's something going on in the locker room. Carmelo doesn't want to be there. J.R. Smith don't want to be there. They're fighting amongst each other. George Carl is the only one that can keep that team together. Adrian Daly must have a command of these guys' respect because they're just doing their own thing out there.
2: Right. As soon as they get the ball, they shoot. I don't care where they are. They're shooting the ball. They, you, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't work the ball to the weak side. And mm-hmm. In every mm-hmm. offense, mm-hmm. you try to get that ball as quick as you can to the weak side. You mm-hmm. start off strong. And it make the defense rotate. If they rotate mm-hmm. late, they mm-hmm. get the ball inside.
4: Yeah. Right. I think they just went ahead and just chopped this season up as a loss. I don't I don't think nobody there really wants to win now.
2: All right. Well my my take on this is uh everybody talking about the um uh, LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're gonna get their ring this year. I still think the Lakers are the team to beat until you beat them, but don't don't sleep on the Orlando Magics. You still have to get past them. Don't forget what happened last year. Now, there's last year and that's this year. But you still you have that thought in your head, we gotta get past the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic did sweep an uprising team in Charlotte. Uh, and coach, you mentioned uh, off the air, or well, what we might have been on off the air that they like two or three games, they're two or three seasons away from be on the second round, which I agree. But them grown men out there playing basketball, so they got it done in four games. Uh, so the Cleveland Cavaliers have to face the Orlando Magic. And I'm not so sure that might go a seven game series, but I, I still like Orlando. And what they bring, and and who they added to their team.
3: Oh, I, I honestly think that you know the East Coast, the, the Eastern Conference goes to Orlando. I don't care what they say about Cleveland. I just think I don't think that Cleveland, when it's all said and done, other than LeBron and possibly Antoine Jameson, will come finally come through in the play. I know he's never been to the playoffs this deep, in this, like the a team like this in the playoffs before. Now he is will come through. I just don't see them beating Orlando in a seven-game series again. I just don't see it. Uh, I think LeBron will walk off the field, off the court like he did last year. He can't, um, he yeah.
2: can't be that unprofessional again.
3: I, I, I'm not saying he would do it. I just don't think that they can beat the Orlando Magic in a seven-game series. So I, I personally think it's going to be Orlando Magic in the East. Okay? And, unfortunately, I don't think the Lakers are going to make it to the Conference Finals.
4: <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Jeff. You know what? I was starting to agree with you there, Coach, when you said Cleveland's not going to make it out of there against Orlando. I totally agree with you that because and they still said, have the same problems that they had last year. The guards are too big uh, for for the Cleveland defenders to be sticking. You still got Delonte West, Mo Williams, uh, and uh, your boy uh, Moon and Parker. You brought them in, yeah, but they're too short to defend the big guards, we'll big fours for from I'm standing outside we'll shooting at three. You don't think you don't think the Lakers are tired? I don't. No, I don't think the Lakers are tired. I, I, I really. You got to remember something. The the West is, is is a battlefield. I mean, every team in there is over fifty games. Okay.
3: a shoot game. What a shoot.
4: Country. Yeah. And, and Lakers. Remember, the Lakers wasn't a team that was put together to beat everybody else in the West. Everybody else put together a team to beat the Lakers.
2: Let me let me say this. Uh, and
4: a, and of course, that was if we look at with Dallas. That didn't work. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the Dallas didn't do anything to um to get past the Lakers they didn't mm-hmm. get, they didn't do anything yeah. to get past they can't even get past us. San Antonio the Spurs and, was the
4: seed they went to the conference finals. And
2: let, let me let me know, shout this out. And, and look
4: how bad San Antonio's beating the, the Mavericks the Lakers Spurs beat up the on the Spurs Seeds, this they year. went
3: to the conference finals.
2: Hey. I still got this uh Celebrity Golf Tournament. A reason to survive June 4th, 2010. <sighs> Somebody breathing hard. Here's a chance to sign up and this is what you could do. A hole-in-one contest wins a 2010 Mercedes-Benz C35 Sport. Is at the Silverado and Golf Course. It's a private golf event. There'll be a lot of um, celebrity guys there. It'll be a great time. Um, special beneficiaries: at the Phoenix Children's Hospital, uh, Sonoma Valley Hospital, American Diabetes Association. Again, the reason is a reason to survive. June Fourth. You could call Colithia Horton, um, Richie. You should have had a number, but I give it to you again. All right, what's up, fellas? Check check the web page on One Accord Foundation. Oh, yeah. Dot com, call in. There's still room. There's still time. We getting it, we getting it going. What's Go up, guys? We got, we got uh, ten seconds. What's up? Anything?
3: Nothing. Not, uh, just dealing with this. you know me doing me. Got weight training about two fifteen with my boys. We are doing seven on seven on Thursday nights too. We're having a lot of fun
4: with that. With the
2: players, I need to, so. I need to come down there and make that seven on seven outstanding. Hey, how was doing at home? Have a safe trip up to Cornell, man. Oh, or Lakers or, or, or at me. home tonight. Lakers at home tonight. Y'all watch that, and we're going to talk about that. Well, it, it'll be the new oh. series by the time they get there. <laughs> hey, it's oh, the Quarmy of the Sports. Sometime the Rich program. Show. Ken from the ATL. We'll be back next week. If you need to get us early, check the fan page out. Ken been doing an excellent job on the fan page blogger. Okay. Check the fan page out, and we'll get back to you on the show. We might just get more time and do something else. Holler back.
3: Holla.